It's Friday. Work is done. Don't get ahead of yourself. Why not? Why not? Why not? It is Friday, right? We're just started. I just started working. Thank God it's Friday. Wow. How original. I've never heard that one before. What a fine day. It's almost the weekend. Let's get it started in here. It's showtime, baby. A lot of messages after we wrapped yesterday about uh, National Pizza Day. Mm-hmm. We were having a conversation about unusual pizza toppings, and we were talking about the guy from Tom's River that uh, had this award-winning pizza, Francis Ford Coppola, of all people, as a contest yeah. on uh, unusual creative pizzas, and this was a pizza with granny apples. So we got a lot of comments on this. And <laughs> I think your phone listens to you because Rochelle gets a video pops up in her feed. Ugh. You do not follow celebrity chef Gianna De Laurentiis. No, I do not. <laughs> No, I do not. But we talk about her a lot because she only says certain words in an accent. There are some people on TV, whatever their background is, that do this. You know, like there's a Spanish lady in the news who reads it like like Walter Cronkite that every once in a while she goes, Arroyas, you know, (laughs) and then the teenager named Arroyas, you know, and Gianna does the same thing where she'll come on and say... uh, I got the cheese That's what she does. in my oven today. Right. It's just she speaks with perfect grammatical perfection. Yes. And then she, just to show you that she understands how to speak the language, like we got it. You right. know what I'm saying? No, we understand. Really, you never see, you know, French people. It's like there's only certain Russians. They never, the Germans, they never do that, you know? You never hear that, you know? Well, they already have an accent, so I understand that. But it's just, and I understand trying to say the words correctly. So if there's an emphasis on a certain syllable, you're supposed to say correctly. I I don't disagree with but you, and I'm not making only... fun of. Hang on, I don't, I'm not making fun of anybody's heritage. Just to be clear, no, 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 no I it's understand It's the fact that. that they're pretentious about it, right. That aggravates me. She's going out of her way to show you right. that she is an Italian chef. Okay. Well, well, I ended up going down a rabbit hole on her TikTok page because <laughs> she did. has a TikTok page, yeah. And just reading people's comments, and we are not alone in this. Like people are. That's all they call her out on is how she says these words and how she's not a good cook. I, I think her food is pretentious too, because if she's trying I mean, to be an authentic, she does not cook like. Like grandma at all. Well, she makes she all was, these fancy dancy little things. Right. She was making a lasagna and it was like a crispy lasagna and people were like, what is that? Nobody wants, the entire top looks completely burnt. Like the, like L- look, lasagna. look at the face. She's also wearing, uh, that is the shirt that uh, Ernie for Bert Ernie wears. Yeah. Is it not? It, Do we have a clip of this? Yeah. Okay. I did it with this sheep pan lasagna. It's all over. Combine ricotta with sauteed spinach. <laughs> you know what's so Again, she says but then she doesn't say lasagna. No. How come? Why is spaghetti? it only certain words? Lasagna? Lasagna, no. spaghetti. Ricotta? But it's penne. <laughs> Exactly. With marada well, on your penne. Po- someone pointed out that she usually only says cheeses with those with her accent. What is that? I don't know. That she doesn't have a show anymore, right? She does. Oh, I don't. She does online stuff, I and I think she's got her own food brand. Yeah, but. honestly, I'm not sure. And we like to make fun of the fact that she was allegedly banging Bobby Flay, the other celebrity <laughs> chef. She goes out with another guy now. Um, I'm not sure what he does. His name is Shane Farley. Uh, he's a TV producer. Oh, shocking! She doesn't have her own show. No, not right now. Well. Not she, banging uh, hard enough. This is funny. Uh, this is only funny to me, but she used to be married to a guy named Todd, and her daughter's name is Jade. So it's Todd and Jade. Oh, wow. Her that's, family was Todd and Jade. That's and a all, morning show. We all know how well that went on yeah. radio, so yeah. I'm sure that's probably why it didn't go well in her life. <laughs> what would you like for dinner? Ragotta. Ragotta? I don't know why she aggravates me so much, but <laughs> in the business, they call these uh, benchmarks. These are little traditions, little uh, weekly look forward tos that we do here. Thursdays, we do Tips Your Toddler. Why? Yes. Because it's Thirsty Thursday. That's sure. where the idea came from. Sure. Uh, Tuesday, we tend to do the food file. Mm-hmm. Tasty Tuesday is another goofy thing that they've started online. <laughs> Friday, we do a little something called Dumb! Oh. Crook News. 
This goes back to the very beginnings of your Robbie and Rochelle. You say, now, why do you do well? Because no matter how bad a week you've had, at least you're not in jail, okay? Yeah. At least you're not facing charges. It's true. Before a judge in a court of law. You're not behind bars wearing an orange jumpsuit mm-hmm. next to a guy named Larry who'd like to make you his wife, all right? <laughs> Dumb crook news. We have our crack team of researchers scour the police blotters from sea to shining sea, north, south, east, west, across the pond, sometimes even north, south of the border, looking for these stories of your award-winning fellow citizens. Nate Line, Kissimmee, Florida, because, of course, it's always Florida. Florida. 20-year-old Lance Kurtz, great name, by the way, Lance with a Z. Lance Kurtz <laughs> was arrested after he broke into a gas station, stole dog food, antifreeze, cigars, and an electric tobacco device. He was caught because he did take out his ATM card, left it on the counter. Not sure if he was going to pay and then decided not to pay. If he got frustrated, just grabbed the stuff and ran. Police were able to track him down, arrested him. He claims there's no reason for this. I left the card, not by accident. It wasn't a mistake. I'm not just a dumb crook. I figured they could charge my card later at their leisure. There you go. So I just broke in with a knife. It's all on the security camera, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, what was your intention by leaving your card behind? Uh, so that I could come back later and pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to him trying to talk his way out. That's the police body cam. I got to give him A-plus for effort. That's sure, pretty good. absolutely. This dumb crook news. Woman is being accused of going to a Nebraska Burger King multiple times and stealing toilet paper from the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, employee said she was hiding the toilet paper in her pants and attempting to walk out of the restaurant when employees noticed this. Here's a representative from the Lincoln Police Department. Big day in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. Tracking down the toilet paper bandit, okay? <laughs> the Burger King near 60th and Havelock had some issues with a female coming into the store and taking toilet paper from the bathrooms. Is this like a press conference or like, oh, good evening. We called you yeah. out here to let you know we've caught the toilet paper bandit. She stole three rolls of soft tissue. Honestly, and I'm not defending her, but is it illegal to take the toilet paper? It's not for sale. It's just there. There's no price on it. Says Rochelle, who steals toilet paper from every employer she's ever had. I do not! Her and my grandmother would have been like, put the utensils in your purse. They want you to take them. They want you to take the rope. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just wondering, is it actually illegal? They don't yeah, and you remind me of my grandmother's way of like, what do we need 55 sugar packets for? You're like, you never know. Sugar's expensive. You, you know? never know. <laughs> you never know when there's going to be a toilet Graham. paper shortage again. I miss you, Graham. <laughs> this is Dumb Crook News. Let's go to Atlanta, Georgia. 45-year-old Michael Dixon sneaking around outside the lobby of the DeKalb County Jail when a guard noticed him and thought he looked suspicious. They mm. questioned him. And they were led to a bag hidden in a bush outside with tons of items in it, including three or four dozen hot wings fully cooked. <laughs> Guards then found a broken window in someone's cell. Looks like it was an elaborate plan for the inmate to get some wings smuggled into the jail. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Now, on its face, it doesn't seem that bad. But, of course, they broke the window. Sure. And- don't you think if they could break the window, they would have just gotten a guy out of jail? Maybe it was a tiny window. He was just going to sh- throw the wings in there. Pew, He's like, listen, pew. I'm good here. I couldn't afford my rent as it was. Landlord kept jacking up the price. So I'll, this is fine, this but is I, fine. Do, I do miss my wings. It's Super Bowl weekend, babe. Super Bowl weekend. Let's go to the downtown Des Moines, Iowa Marriott. Man there confronted another guest in a stairwell while completely naked and swinging a toilet plunger around. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's unclear if they knew each other. Police say the naked plunger guy continued through (laughs) multiple floors, screaming at guests, asking for help. He then was subdued by authorities. 21-year-old Trevin Hill charged with assault, criminal mischief. That is mischief when you're running down the hall with a toilet plunger and your wiener swinging around. (laughs) And disorderly conduct. He's apparently a flight attendant for Southwest Airlines and was staying at the hotel waiting for his next flight out of the Des Moines airport. As for his 
naked rampage that he was locked out of his room after he went to get help clogging the toilet. Why would he get help naked? Like, put some clothes on first. That's so weird. Here's the worst part of this is he then relieved himself after he was taken into custody in the lobby of the hotel. He said that was the issue is after the toilet got clogged, he didn't know what to do. So So we just went in the hall. I mean, they have bathrooms in the lobby. What are you doing? (laughs) They have the toilet plunger. Why have you left the room? Oh, my gosh. Also, what hotel gives you a toilet plunger? I've never seen a toilet plunger in a hotel. That's a good question, isn't it? Have you? No. Did he travel? Does he travel with a toilet plunger? <laughs> I don't have the He's answer a flight to this. attendant. I'll so. tell you what they do give you is that gross little Mr. Coffee. I don't <laughs> right. need that thing. You Nobody can, needs You can that. take that and give me a toilet plunger. <laughs> and I might not use it, but I do like the landline phone right next yeah, to the toilet. That's that kind of fun. Nice. Hey, guess where I've gone you from? <laughs> How are you, Bob? Uh, now we're going across the pond now to Europe. Dateline Paris, France, where convicted mafia hitman Eduardo Greco was found at a French pizzeria. He's been on the run for the last 16 years, living on the lam after being convicted of murder, working for La Cosa Nostra, so Mm. they say. Well, he was hiding in plain sight as the chef and proprietor of an Italian pizzeria in Paris. Wow. Congratulations. I bet he made a good pie. I bet it was good. I bet his pie was fantastic. (laughs) And if it wasn't, you don't say anything. You say nothing. You You say nothing. Do not send that back. Just eat that pie. This is a little charred. Oh, it's charred, is it? Well, someone's cutting the brakes in the parking lot of my car right now. Uh, and finally, let's go to Rochester, New York. Guy gets home, finds his upstairs neighbor in his apartment wearing his clothes, eating his food with a fire in the kitchen. Apparently, the neighbor kicked the door in, decided to make himself right at home. The fire managed to burn a hole through the ceiling before firefighters got there oh, and put it out. Gosh. Neighbor is uh, facing charges of arson, burglary, criminal mischief. They believe he was smoking a crack and <laughs> thought it'd be fun to break into his neighbor's apartment, set the place on fire. It wouldn't be just a normal thing to do that, so I hope he, I at least hope he was on something. Here's my favorite part of this story. They don't deny that he was on an illegal uh, substance, mm-hmm. but his attorney does says uh, the charge for arson is erroneous because uh, he did not attempt to uh, set the place on fire on purpose. He simply is a poor cook. Ah. He's hiring sure. a world-class attorney. He's got a sure. real Johnny Cochran. He really Real does. Brandon J. Broderick working for him right there. <laughs> Dumb crook news. Got a real Brandon J. working for him on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> I have some experience at that uh, Des Moines, Iowa Marriott downtown. Why? <laughs> back, back in the uh, days when I used to do arena football, there used to be a team in Des Moines, Iowa, the Des Moines, uh, the Iowa Barnstormers. I see, and and um, we that was the team hotel when you stay there. And I remember one time we got there late to get in there, and I had both of my boys. They were little, but I had both of my boys with me, and uh, we <laughs> we got there late, and they put us in in the presidential suite. Wow, <laughs> living large in Des Moines. Oh, it was great. It was. <laughs> Like four rooms and really, you know, oh yeah, it was the only room they had left because uh, I was supposed to have two rooms, you know, one with uh, right, right. adjoining rooms, and it was the only one they had left, so they put us up there. I mean, it, it couldn't have great. been like a chandelier and a butler, right? It is the Marriott in Des Moines. It is the Marriott in in Des Moines, yes, but uh, but boy, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Well, there you we go. had a great weekend, the three of us. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What are the chances I bring up the Des Moines Marriott and Joe's got a story? What are the first chances? Time, first time I thought of that place in 20 years. But, Amazing. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was a that was a great trip. That's when I met Kurt Warner for the first time. Oh, you know, the, okay. the, uh, yeah, he was uh, um, he was really, really cool. I went to him, and I didn't know anything about arena football, but here I am going to do <laughs> radio play-by-play. <laughs> and I... And I went up to him and I said, "Listen, if I ask a stupid question, I'm sorry because I just don't I don't know much about this sport at all. He said, don't worry about it." And he, after I was doing the interview, he sat down. Okay, tell me 
what don't you understand? <laughs> and he walked me through it. And there are some intricacies about that game that are different from the NFL game. Sure. And uh, and he was great. I mean, who? What other? That, no, nobody does that. You know? No, that's a cool story. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. He was great. And then yeah. years later, I met him again, and I said, "Do you remember the good guy in, in Iowa?" And he said, "Yeah, we won." And I said, "No, you didn't. The Red Dogs won." <laughs> and he goes, "No, we won that game." I said, uh, "All right, all right, fine." But they didn't. <laughs> I, was, I was watching from my perch at the Des Moines Marriott. Let me tell you, yeah, I remember. Right. That's right, I remember. Rock royalty from Deep Purple, guitarist Don Airy. Well, first of all, Don, good morning, and thank you for making a little time for me. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, great to be here. Thank you, sir. We're looking forward to seeing you tonight at the State Theater in New Brunswick. It's going to be a great show. Deep Purple is back to rock the house. You, of course, have been with the band for uh, for many years, uh, so it's going to be fun to be back on stage in the Great Garden State, right? Yeah, we've had a, had a bit of a break over Christmas and New Year, but, um, you know, it's always great to be back in the States. Sure. And uh, rocking and rolling, you know, you, the people here are just so friendly to, to like, you know, it's rather wonderful. And State Theater is just a great venue, so boy, uh, I'm just imagining those uh, magical opening notes of Smoke on the Water. That whole theater is <laughs> going to be shaking and people are going to be screaming. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be playing quite a few of the old hits, a few of the new ones. Yeah. You know, there'll be the usual, maybe a bit of a drum solo, a bit of a keyboard solo. Sure. But, uh, our new guitar player loves showing off a bit, so he, he's going <laughs> to... Give everyone a treat. <laughs> we, I was thinking of you as one of the new guys in the band, but you've been with them for over 20 years now. 20 years, yeah. I, I can't believe it myself. It's gone so quickly, you know. Yeah. It's just been a great experience for me, you know. it was. I was at the stage in my career where I thought, well, nothing nice is ever going to happen to me again. And it, it just did, you know, the best, best thing ever. Yeah, and the love you get from the fans is going to make it all worthwhile. You know, all the tour buses and all the hotel rooms and all of that. Uh, just to see people still coming out and still getting so passionate about the music you create. Yeah, yeah, I think there's, you know, heavy rock will never never go away. It often goes underground, but it always comes back up again. It's always there in some shape or another, you know. I think I read somewhere that at one point, this might have been around 1970, that the band had a, had a Guinness World Record for being the loudest uh, rock band in the world because of a performance in London at the, I think the Palladium or something like that. Have you ever heard that statistic brought up? Yeah, yeah, they, they were, that's what they were famous for, you know, in, in the uh, in the gutter press kind of thing. Um, I think they were measured at something like um, you know 122 decibels or 123 wow. decibels. Wow, which is as loud as Concord, you know, the aeroplane. Right, very loud. Yeah, we're still loud. <laughs> Don, you know what's so funny today is everybody's got those uh, eye watches and it's going to beep and tell you that the sound level is up. That's the the world has changed now. We're all worried about these kind of things, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a time to worry about things, but when you come to a, a rock concert, you know, it's time to turn the worry the worry bit off in your head and just enjoy what's happening. Yeah, and you say you're going to play some of the uh, music from the uh, more recent records as well. Uh, do you guys have any projects coming up? Or are you still working on getting back to the studio anytime soon or anything like that? Yeah, we're, we're planning to um, go back in the studio in May, I think. Okay. We're, we're going up. Uh, we've been talking to our producer, Bob Ezrin, and he's getting everything ready to go. So I reckon we'll be recording in May with a view to it coming out first thing in 2024. Oh, good. Well, that's a little wow. exclusive uh, rock and roll news right here. That's uh, that's good to hear. Well, <laughs> it's probably as far from the truth as you can possibly <laughs> But listen, if I post a blog about this, all of a sudden every uh, every radio station will pick it up. You know how these things go, right? Yeah.
Yeah. Uh, there's still tickets for the show. Uh, State Theater, New Brunswick, Deep Purple. It's Don Airy. Thank you so much for making some time. It's great to talk to you, man. Uh, thanks for making time for me as well. Great talking. That's pretty cool. Wake him yeah. up early in the morning. Talk to a uh, rock god. You yeah. can play that song on uh, Rock Band, can't you? <laughs> yeah, on the video game, I can. <laughs> I'm sure you play just as well. You'd be right up there at the band, Oh, no? yeah, I'd be great. Okay. Definitely the same thing. Well, get your tickets, and they'll <laughs> see you tonight at the State Theater in New Brunswick. Time now for Hashtag Mom Confessions. We do this every morning right around uh, 720 and 920. We search that hashtag. We hear from moms, occasionally from dads. Moms certainly have a lot going on, a lot to juggle. And then we share them right here, just like this. Pinky Paula 78 said, apparently you can't complain to the restaurant staff about the loud kids when they're yours. Yeah. No, probably not. I always say, will you shut this kid up? Oh, it's my kid. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Chelsea Sophia said, my daughter told her teachers that I love murder, but she <laughs> forgot to include the TV shows part. So the next meeting should be really fun. Listen, I do love murder. I think it's great. <laughs> I think about it all the time. Okay. I got a whole list, let me tell you. Uh-huh. Mike O'Phone, 21, said, <laughs> My five-year-old said she couldn't eat her bacon because syrup got on it. She was very upset, so I had to go into superhero mode. I took one for the team and bit the piece of bacon off that had syrup on it. My unconditional love for my child saved the day. That's a dad confession there, right? Mike? Mike O'Phone? Mike, Mike O'Phone, yeah. He's not really... I mean, it's no... Those are delicious. I love syrup well, on Well, I think that's what the, his point. Syrup on eggs. That's what I think the, the point was there. Is the five-year-old doesn't know what they're missing. Syrup on sushi, pizza. <laughs> that's a little all. much. Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 729, 27 in. You might hear yours right here. I guess this would be apropos for uh, New Year's Eve as well. But for the big game weekend, <laughs> got something called Name That Ball. <laughs> Ready for Name That Ball? Maybe. Hang on a second. That's not the music I wanted. I was looking up. I'm telling you, my computer's acting funny today. I wanted the uh, quiz quiz show music here. Oh, boy. There it is. Name that ball. I'll give you a couple of clues. Up to you to figure out what ball I'm talking about. Okay. And maybe it will be a football. Okay. You know, because it is the big game weekend. Okay. Get the right music now. Name that ball. Are you ready? <laughs> Maybe Rochelle would rather not participate in this whatsoever. Yeah. Name that ball. What ball has three holes? <laughs> three holes. Name that ball. Three holes. Um. Three holes. Yep. What ball has three holes? Right. Name that ball. A bowling ball. Yes. Okay. It is a bowling ball. <laughs> What ball is often seen with a toothpick in it? It's a ball often seen with a toothpick in it. Name that ball. What? It's a sports ball? No, it doesn't have to be a sports oh. ball. These are just all the balls of the world. <laughs> I just brought it up because, of course, with it is big game weekend. In and it. I'll be throwing that a football. A cheese ball? No. Oh. It's a meatball. Oh. A little toothpick, you know. If you're well, okay, that could be a cheese ball too, like a little mozzarella ball. Listen, name that ball does not lie. Okay, all right. Name that ball. <laughs> what balls are cold? <laughs> a man with no pants on. <laughs> no. Okay. The snowball. Ah, a okay. snowball. A snowball. That makes more sense. All right. What balls are associated with being a little bit lonely? With being a little bit lonely. These balls are associated with loneliness. Blue balls? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See how much fun we're having here with Name That Ball? 
this ball has dimples. Name that ball. Dimples? Mm-hmm. This ball has dimples. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a clue. It could be a ball used for sport. Doesn't necessarily have to be, though. This ball with dimples. This a, ball has A golf dimples. ball? Yes. Okay. Golf ball. All right. All right. All right. These are hard. What kind of ball do you put in your mouth? Please name that ball. Ball you would put in your mouth. <laughs> name that ball. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. That could be a cheese ball again. It could be a it cheese ball. It could be a meatball. All right, we'll go ahead and give it to you for cheese ball. That's only... F- we were looking for gumball. Okay. But the judges say we will accept cheese okay. ball. Okay. Okay. Name a fuzzy ball. <laughs> These balls are fuzzy. Name that ball. Um. <laughs> These balls are fuzzy. Name that ball. I just don't have the right brain to play this game. Remember, it could be a ball used for sport. A little hint for you. The first thing that comes to mind is a peach, but that's not really a ball. It'd be a tennis ball. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You want to try a glutton for punishment? You want to try for one or two more? Okay. There's more kinds of balls? Yep. Okay. These balls are encased in a fleshy sack. Ew. Don't overthink it. Name that ball. Dude balls? Yeah, those would be mammals. It's a science. It's science class. It's anatomy. <laughs> See, you didn't have to overthink it. Well, Nothing. I said that before and it was not right. <laughs> I don't know. Because your mind went to the wrong place too quickly. <laughs> All right, and finally here, name that ball. What kind of ball answers your questions? What? These balls answer your questions. Name that ball. What is that ball? The balls I answer your question. What that does that fair. even mean? Just what I said. This ball will answer your question. Name that ball. There are people the screaming at the radio will right now. Answer my question. That's right. The ball will answer my question. The ball will answer my question. Joe, you want to jump in on this? Eight ball. Eight oh, ball. an eight ball. Eight ball is correct. I just keep thinking of dude balls every time you say <laughs> balls. So I just. Yeah. Well. I don't okay. know. Another exciting addition. There's big game weekend with the football flying around of. Name that ball. 107.1 The Boss. Jersey Shore traffic and weather. Together. Well, that was a total waste of everybody's time, wasn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, you should do that every week at 7.15 <laughs> on a Friday. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and not take your advice on that. <laughs> that might be a one and done right there. Yeah, I was thinking that. The nope. same thing. <laughs> but, you know, it is a Friday, so sometimes we scrape the sides of the barrel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you're listening on a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fun Pack Friday! In my hand, the envelope hermetically sealed, kept in the mane of Marjorie Taylor Greene's <laughs> mink coat. What was that? Since Tuesday night, here it contained fun facts. Facts are fun things you don't really need to know. We okay. just thought you'd like to know. These are fun facts. Yes. Facts that are fun. Sometimes. Snickers candy bars are named after a dead horse. Oh. Franklin Mars's horse named Snickers died in 1930 just before the candy bar. Well, that's weird and sweet at the same time. Yeah. Kind of like a Snickers bar. Good thing you didn't run a glue company. <laughs> oh, no. You had to go there. You in had Victorian to go there. times, speaking of the olden days, treadmills were used as a prison punishment to prevent <laughs> idleness. British convicts in the late 1800s were forced to trudge in the first treadmills for hours a day. <laughs> I'm Warden Jillian Michaels. Let's move. You're going to lose 20 pounds while you're behind bars. They're going to live longer because they're super fit, too. Yeah, we have what a bummer. Super prisoners running the place. <laughs> the surface area of a cat, including all of its fur, is about the same as a ping pong table. 
You were to spread it out. Why does somebody know that? Did they like skin a cat and find out? That's I just want you to know every cat right now, just their ears perked up and they're staring at you with complete disgust. <laughs> Don't touch me. You know, when your cat looks at you like that, like you are just a waste of yes. space. Yep. Looking at all of us like that right yep. now. Yep. These are fun facts. The pie that Jason Biggs pleasures himself with in the American oh. Pie movie. Oh, jeez. Was a six ninety nine pie the producers bought at a Costco. <laughs> Imagine a poor production assistant has to go and buy this pie. Hey, can you go get the director of pie? Oh, uh, why? Eh, We don't want to tell you. I wonder how many pies they went through. We don't want to tell you. I wonder if he actually put his junk in the pie. Because I would... I don't know. I always uh, would think about getting pieces, nuggets where you don't want it. You know what I mean? It's not a straw. You don't want pie crust. Up your hoo-ha, you know I what I'm just, saying? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll move on, shall we'll we? move on. How about this? The guy who created uh, Sherlock Holmes, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, yeah. was good friends with Harry Houdini. Oh. But then they wound up hating each other because they had a fight over whether Houdini had magical powers. <laughs> Houdini says he didn't have them. Huh. Doyle said he did. Interesting. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. You keep saying I'm magical. Or <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. You've led me to drinking, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, no. He also believed in fairies. Did you know this? Which one? Those little cottingly uh, fairies. Did? Yeah. You ever seen the pictures from uh, old England? There's these girls playing with these little paper mache dolls. Yeah. And it turned into this sensation because they claimed they were real. And Conan Doyle, the Sherlock Holmes guy, is a guy that said, oh, yes. Oh, Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah, these not are real. Houdini. Houdini did not believe no. they were real. You know what I, I think? See. I think Conan Doyle was smoking the opium. Yeah. I think that's he's probably got some stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. Reminder to stay with us on all the socials. Did we post that picture yesterday? I don't know if we, we did. We did. Yes, we heard your back? profile picture? Yeah. No, they love it. So I should leave it up? Yeah, right. As of right now, there's only one person that says you have a face for radio. <laughs> but other than that, and that's fair. Somebody says, keep it. I'm sure Channing Tatum will look at it while he's in the hot tub. All right. Let's, What's wrong with it? Looks good to me. <laughs> totally loving your morning show. Yeah, you got mostly love on there. So mostly. we'll leave the profile picture. Leave it up. Thank you for staying in touch with <laughs> us, like on the Robbie and Rochelle Facebook page <laughs> all weekend long, wherever you get your podcast or right there at 1071 theboss.com. Number five, here's a woman who's doing one of these polar plunges. Oh, yeah. And Usually they're for a good cause, yes. and I appreciate that. Write a check. Put some cash in the jar. Why are you stripping down and jumping in the ocean in the middle of February? Yeah. It's cold. Of course it's cold. You knew it was going to be cold. It's like when you have to get a shot, just look away. You know it's going to hurt. Write a check, Janice. Write a check. It must have been really cold. Write a check. All right, I'm glutton for punishment. I got to hear a little bit more of this. A lot of this reminds me of high school, but we won't get into that right now. We won't get into that right now. I wonder if this is one where she had to jump in because sometimes they have them where you jump off the pier. No, I'm looking at the video. She's just running off the she just run, running off the like, beach right. into the ocean like an idiot okay. in her little bikini and it's 40 degrees outside. I mean, what do you expect is going to happen? It's chilly. Number four. Here's a six-year-old. His name is Brody. He's sitting in the car making a video telling the government what's on his mind. Oh. Attention U.S. government. Six-year-old Brody has something to say and he's going to post it on his TikTok page. Okay, Brody. Hey, um, I'm Brody and this is for the government and I'm protesting. I want three days off of school because, um, 
I've been tired of school lately, and I've been dreaming for three days off. I got to tell you what, I'll vote for president for that kid right Brody now. Brody for president. Brody for president 2024. I love it. Forget the rest of these clowns. Look Brody for president. That's, That's an articulate great. young man right there. And <laughs> you know what cute. happened is that he saw a group of people and went, what's that? And mom mm-hmm. went, those are people protesting, honey. And he went, bingo. Yep. The light went off in his head. This is a thing? I great. love it. I'll get myself out of school. Good for him. Bonus story for you. There's a new drug... Or a drug freeway, rather. I should say a drug freeway of taking care of constipation. It is a pill, but it is not a, it's not medicinal. It is a vibrating piece of plastic (laughs) called Vibrant. (laughs) Apparently, if you swallow this, it'll Uh go through your intestines Uh and loosen up your stool. Shakes the poop out? I am not making this up. (laughs) I am not making this up. It does kind of sound like that band that people used to wear like in the 50s to try and lose weight, you know? Uh, I I really have to poo. Vibrant is not a laxative and works with your body's natural process. Simply swallow with a glass of water. Vibrant's unique drug-free approach uses gentle vibrations to stimulate the colon mechanically. (laughs) Is it weird that it feels good? I guarantee you. I was going to say, there's somebody that's going to use this as a sex toy. Yes. That is disgusting. That it is really disgusting. is. Disgusting. Oh, man. <laughs> it just got stuck and I'm going to leave it. How weird must it feel to have something literally vibrating in there? That's so strange. Bob, you look like you're vibrating with anger. It is an anger. <laughs> it's in my prostate. Don't ask how it got there. It's science, folks. It's science is what it is. It's science, okay? No. Number three. Here you go. Harrison Ford, the legend, was asked what he would like on his tombstone. Mm. And he said he'd like it to say Harrison Ford, dot, 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 was useful. (laughs) And he says there's not a lot of space on a tombstone. What do you expect me to come up with? I like how dry and funny he is. Yeah. But I also feel bad because, I mean, he's Harrison Ford. Yeah. But he's at the age now. People look at him and go... I wonder what will be on his tombstone. That's going to be a horrible thing when you get that old and people start asking you questions like that. He's still Harrison Ford, for the love of God. Also, he's Harrison Ford. He can afford as big of a tombstone as he wants. He could put a novel on there. That's right. He can just mow down (laughs) Reno and build a big tombstone if he wants to. That's the kind of of coin Harrison Ford has got going for him. Number two, there's a six-foot-tall robot helper at a grocery store. Have you seen these things in some grocery stores? Yes, I have. The idea is that they're supposed to alert staffers to spills or things that are... Yeah. You know, things fall down, this kind of thing. He's at a Pennsylvania store. Apparently, this robot named Marty escaped the store. <laughs> People posted video of him in the parking lot weaving through the traffic and oh, the shopping carts. no. But an employee eventually uh, was alerted and was able to get him back inside. Poor Marty. He told reporters that Marty tried to make a run for it. Maybe we're working him too hard. <laughs> they put him back in his prison. Yeah, right. It's all fun and games till this turns into Terminator Rise of the Machines, right. okay? I'll be back. I'm really not that comfortable having Marty the robot close to the food I'm going to consume. <laughs> Marty won't bother. You know what Marty does do is he blocks the carts, though, and you get stuck, and then you can't get where you need to go, or he stands right in front of the the frozen food section uh. where you need to go, and he just sits there. I'm like, move! Move! <laughs> I like you go in uh, Trader Joe's, and some uh, old lady, Edith, comes banging into your cart, oh. and then only after looks at you like, sorry. <laughs> no, you're not sorry, Grandma. You did that on purpose, and you know it! You had a very traumatic experience in Trader Joe's. I can't go in there. I, I like the food, but I can't. it's too much. Can't handle it. <laughs> Number one, according to this year's Madden simulation, yes. you know the online version of Madden where yeah, people play against game? each other. Yeah. Here's the team that uh, super going to win the Super Bowl this weekend. Wow, that's what uh, Joseph thinks as well. So. We shall see what we shall see. I don't exactly know what that simulation is. However, I do know when you play Madden, you're it's two people playing the team. So 
the person who was just playing the Philadelphia Eagles is a better player. Like just like the team has to be a better player. Just, I mean, that's not a that's not a prediction. That just they just know how to press the buttons better than the other person. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess you could say the same of the players themselves, that's right? What I'm saying. So I mean, it's that doesn't that doesn't really help. You sound me. like John Ben. You're like, what's going to happen is the team <laughs> that scores more touchdowns will be the winner. That's how it works. Thanks, John Madden. You're Very welcome. insightful. Got rest yes. in peace. Very insightful. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Emma Roberts, she is 32. Elizabeth Banks, Laura Dern from Jurassic Park, celebrating today. Glenn Beck, he used to be a morning DJ. Did you know that? I did not know that. Now he's got his, uh, whatever it is he does, his yeah. political stuff. He's uh. 59. Robert Wagner, 93 today. Remember when he killed Natalie Wood? Ah! Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> you went there. <laughs> National Umbrella Day, National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. Okay. Holy crap, what is that? I don't know, but Let's I'll take it. Let's get some of those. It's also International Winter Bike to Work Day, no, which just seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> Although not as bad as this poor lady jumping in the ocean when it's 40 degrees outside. Uh-huh. Joe, tell me you've never done one of those polar plunges. Tell me. Never. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that. Right no, the, I couldn't do that either. Write the check. Support the charity that way. You don't have to jump in the oh, ice, yeah. ice cold ocean. What are you doing? You know, they say that that's they really good for you, though. Like that, the benefits of jumping that's, in the ice that's cold. Nonsense. They, but they say it's really good for your body. Like, there are people that no. live by doing it and ha- take ice baths every single day. An ice bath is different, though, isn't it? Well, no. How is that any different? No, it's really. freezing water. So, I mean, you think all the sports players, when they're done playing, they go sit in a tub of ice because of the health benefits that it has. Right. It helps circulation. It's supposed to be really good for you. I, my concern would be you have a heart attack, the shock to your body with the <laughs> ice have, cold water. I'd have, I would have, I'd drop dead. <laughs> I'd go in there, I'd be out there, I'd be floating. <laughs> we got a man the, down. Uh, <laughs> we got a man down. But you know, I I go to the polar polar plunge pretty much every year. The one in Seaside, yeah. You yeah. know, just sit up there on the deck at Spicy's and you know have a few margaritas. That's yeah. what I do. I mean, I just watch go. all these idiots going in and out. <laughs> Those are right cold there. too. Those are cold too. I, mean, I don't know if they're yeah. idiots, Joe. I just think uh, <laughs> oh, they're idiots. It's definitely you're going a... in and out of the water. I, at least I think you are. I mean, I can't. My buddy Rich, I, I know a lot of guys, a lot of police officers do that yeah. because you know it, it raises money for that. But I just I I you know for uh, uh, what is it? My, uh, what, what, what charity is? I forget, but you know they raise a lot of Special Olympics. They yeah. they um, they raise a ton of money for that. Yeah, and uh, and it's and it's great. It's a great day. But um, no, I might be able to get on board if, especially if I had uh, one of those clawfoot tubs of filling it with cold water and ice, and then you gradually get into it, and that would be cold. But I feel like if you gave yourself time to kind of just get in, you know, just like going into the sauna, you can't just get into like an no, ice bath. Though you yeah, got to no. you got to jump or you don't because you're you're, all it, in. it's never gonna, your body's never gonna the temperature's never gonna warm up to you. It's not like a pool. It's, it's I mean, I think ice. it is like a pool. It's cold a little bit as you just keep put your feet in, you splash, uh, and you get your legs, no. and then you get your torso. No. I mean, no. uh, I just think it's different than jumping into the ocean. I don't know. I don't know. You just jump in and jump out. You you let your your body temperature get all the way down, and then you you come back out. You'll be all right. Because I do the same thing with a hot shower. You know, I start a medium, and then I turn it up uh, hotter as I go. So why is it not the same I with don't the cold? No, it's right? a little different. I think well, these little... guys they run in and they run out. Yeah. they get in there. They're in there for you know. Some of them stay in for you know a couple of minutes, but yeah. most of them are in and out. They just go in and out. We got a floater. But, I think uh, Nolan's down. We got a floater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? Why don't we give it? Why don't we do this? Why don't we go this year and sit on the boardwalk and watch, and then we can decide whether we're going to do it the following year or not. I mean, we've already made the decision. We're not going to do it. But I mean, I okay. would do it. I would do it. Why would not? You? I mean, I do have an I do have an allergy to cold, so yeah. I break out in hives when I get really cold. But if I'm only in there for a oh, minute cool. or two, I'll be all right. Maybe if you wear a wetsuit. Bring some Benadryl. I'll be all <laughs> Take right. Take a little bit of the sting out. <laughs>
Also, be funny <laughs> to see you walk. Some people do that. Some people wear wetsuits when they do it, but that kind of defeats the purpose, I think. I know? mean, she would look cute. Can you imagine me in a wetsuit? Yeah. Oh, my God. No. No, I would be actually hor- uh, just horrific. <laughs> it would look like, would be- a, like a deformed kielbasa walking around. Jeez. <laughs> Children would be running. It would be horrible. I mean, yeah, it would just a, be. There's a poof over here and a look what over here. What is that? Yeah. Well, thanks. I hope I ruined somebody's breakfast with that visual. This is sea monster, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> the creature from the Black Lagoon. One of the greatest movies of all time, Oh, by it's the way. great, yeah. Great movie. All right, big weekend. Here you go. Time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. You got an event you'd like to send us? You're a local organization, a business, a community group, even a charity. Please send it along. You know the drill. We do it every morning about 620-835 to shed a spotlight on some good stuff going on around our local communities. You can text it in, Boss Text Connect, 732-774-4444. You can direct messages on the Facebook machine or at 1071theboss.com, where you can see a complete list of station events and community events, including where the Boss Roadie's going to be on tour, like your Robbie and Rochelle out St. Patrick's Day morning. At Bar A, doing the whole show live starting at 6 a.m. with the Springsteen Suite tickets. Van Dusen mm-hmm. also going to be out at Kelly's in Neptune, so it'll be a big St. Patty's Day. There's just a couple of events. Got the Daddy-Daughter Sweetheart Dance. That happens tonight from 6 to 9 at the Joch Re- Reception Center in Middletown. Joch. Now you sound like Giada. Joch. <laughs> Enjoy a night of dancing and fun and great food. All couples receive a commemorative photo and a photo frame. That's nice to get Aww, the frame, too. That is nice. MiddletownNJ.org slash sign up for tickets and info. The Coastal Habitat for Humanity Wine Tasting Fundraiser. Also this evening at 6 o'clock, wine tasting, live music, and a whole Lot more. All proceeds go to benefit the Community Affairs and Resource Center, Coastal Habitat for Humanity. Search them on Facebook for the info, Coastal Habitat for Humanity. And speaking of our four-legged friends, Pities and Pals Rescue, mm. Pity Love Cocktail Party. That goes on tomorrow afternoon from 1 to 4. A little day drinking, huh? Yeah. Watermark, Asbury Park. Tickets include the open bar, light fair, DJ, raffles, uh, gift baskets, and a whole lot more. And of course, proceeds go to benefit the uh, doggies of the Pities and Pals Rescue. It's pitiesandpals.com online for all the details on that one. There you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Well, we're certainly thinking big game today. So get us to this. Describe your love life, if you would. (laughs) Your relationship, or your love life, your actual love life, using only sports terms. (laughs) Interception. Oh, that's probably not good. Touchdown. <laughs> Fumble. Yeah. Flag on the play. <laughs> Foul ball. Okay. <laughs> Time out. Time out. There you go. <laughs> you could describe your love life using only sports terms. Four. <laughs> I'll take a mulligan. Okay. <laughs> Hole in one. <laughs> How much fun is this, huh? Goal! That would be football, not soccer, by the way. Well, it's a sports term. They call it football. It's still a sports no, term. No, it certainly is. I'm just saying they call it football. Uh, yeah. You could describe your love life using only a sports term, sports terminology, like the uh, analyst, like Terry Bradshaw. There you go. Might do. How would you describe your love life? This is kind of a twofer. <laughs> well, there's one right there. It's kind of a twofer because <laughs> both Valentine's Day right around the corner and Super Bowl Sunday. This Sunday. 732-774-4444. Lines are open. Would love a funny one. Think on this. Send buzzes. You can also text if, text if that's easier. Boss Text Connect is 774-4444. Or you get us on the Facebook machine at 1071 The Boss. Your love life 
using only sports terminology, like a commentator. That's <laughs> he said. She said. And the freak out is next. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank God it's Feels like Friday. Thank God it's Friday night, and I just got a little wiggle and a little giggle. The weekend is finally here. I see it right there on the calendar. It is factually true. Finally, the weekend, but a big sports holiday weekend. They punt that football. Get excited, y'all, because it's F-R-I-D-A-Y, finally Friday. They say Friday. Come on now. I'm getting down, down. Buddy, on your I'm getting down, down. Running down the line. Yeah, yeah. Guy in line in front of you at ShopRite. The boss is making you crazy. If it's your relatives, your kid, your next-door neighbor. He never did return that lawnmower, did he? Well, just exercise the demons in a work week. He kind of let it all hang out. He's going to get one weekend, so you got to freak out. Oh, yeah. Every single day, baby. More cowbell, please. This here is the world-famous... Finally, Friday, Farika on the radio with Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. You can take this job and shove it. Don't watch me. Watch my smoke. I feel like I just need to be clear to uh, Nick there that we're not going. To, I'm not going to a Super Bowl party. I just people are going to a party at six o'clock on Sunday night. I was curious what the temperature would be. I have no friends. Nobody's invited me anywhere. <laughs> This is true. Well, yeah, it certainly is. (laughs) We'll be home. (laughs) We will be home, probably watching the puppies. Yeah, probably. We are talking a big game here on your He Said. She Said. Describe your love life using only sports terminology. See where we're going with this? Mm. It's your love life, your romance, your relationship, but only in the terms uh, that a sports commentator might use. Text from 9879 said, I'm throwing in the towel. Down for the count. No Hail Mary for me. <laughs> yeah, Hail Mary pass be a great answer. Yeah, there you go. John said, he could go all <laughs> the way. That's like that meat love song, Paradise by the Dashboard <laughs> Light, you know? And Ray said, I'm pretty much a permanent bench warmer at this point. <laughs> Somebody dump some Gatorade on his head. <laughs> We need Phil Rizzuto in here. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. You have an answer for us? Three strikes. Three strikes. And you're out. <laughs> Ouch. Now play ball. All right. Thank you. That's right. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Good morning, Python. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Ray. What do you got, super fan? <laughs> How about he shoots, he scores? There you go. That's a good night. That's the way we're talking. There you go. I got to pick a better club. Need a nine iron. Describe <laughs> your love life using only sports terminology. Got problems with my computer again today. Oh, no. What happened? I don't know. Just I, it drops out and lose the audio. So I try to play my little sound effects, that law and order thing I got on the computer. Wasn't working there for a second. So I just got a uh, text message from uh, the engineering department. They go, bummer. I'm like, yeah, it is a bummer. <laughs> I got to go buy a new cord at Radio Shack. Wow. So, awesome. That's uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Empathy from the engineering department. Yeah. That's okay. You know, I'm reading this it. morning. Did you see those uh, photos from last weekend? There's a fire on the uh, AC boardwalk, and it was partially closed. You know, part of it is still closed because of the uh, fire damage. Really? 
I did not. I don't hear people talking about that this morning. I didn't hear anything about that. Wow, that's crazy, huh? They think that someone was probably smoking under the boardwalk or something like that, and then it uh, made it catch fire because the uh, wood was dry. And now part of it is uh, still close. If you're going down there this weekend, I don't want people to go do the sports betting on a Mm -hmm. weekend like this or or whatever it is. Part of the boardwalk still closed in fabulous Atlantic City. Oh, that's a bummer. This is going to sound like, but I don't mean it to be a shot at Governor Christie, (laughs) but one of the funniest things he ever did. He was, um, it was when the, uh, in a very unfunny situation, when there was the fire on the boardwalk in Seaside Park in Seaside Heights. Yeah. And it was just burning, right? It was, it was, uh, it was a tragedy. They still really haven't recovered from it. And, and you know that board, that's that, um, the Midway, yeah. which is where they sell the sa- sausage sandwiches in the middle, mm-hmm. right? So Gun Christie comes on. We've we've put up a break. We, we we knocked down some of the boardwalks, so the fire will stop here. And he says, "We saved the midway." <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, we still have the Ferris wheel. And I was sitting there at Channel Seven, and the sausage. He's, he saved the sausage sandwich place. I was, I'm just laughing at people looking at me. I'm like, what's the matter? I said, don't worry about it. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm sure the sausage place is a big priority for Governor Christie. Oh, One of his favorites. Hilar- oh, it's a great play. Oh, oh that's good funny. Play. Good stuff there, man. That's probably I got to go there first. First time I'm I'm down there. In fact, the, my my buddy Rich, he'll do a re- recon, find out when it opens. <laughs> I can point out this is two days in a row that you've quoted uh, things said by Christie. It's kind of funny. Oh well, you know, I mean, um, it was just real. That was I thought that was one of the funniest things he ever said. Nobody even realized why it was funny. It's just funny to me. That's all. We've saved the midway, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good news. Midway. We've saved the midway. <laughs> Big game this weekend, of course. So, got us thinking, if we were to use sports terminology, how would you describe your love life, your relationship, your bedroom situation? Sports terms only, please. Dave said unnecessary roughness, too many men on the field. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I'm sorry to hear that, man. (laughs) Or maybe I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Text from 0604 said, just a few inches short. (laughs) Don't you hate when that happens? (laughs) Yes. Christine said, due to the conditions on the field and stadium, there will be no scheduled games for the foreseeable future. <laughs> cracker Jacks. Cracker Jacks. Get your Cracker Jacks here. Hello. Yes, sir. How about keep the gloves above the belt? <laughs> now, what fun is that? <laughs> but again, you do you. You see where we're going with this? I think a lot of people shy to call, but we get a lot of texts. Mm-hmm. 774 4444. Boss Text Connect always open 24 7. It's like 7-11. If you still want to answer, you can always get us on the Facebook machine. Describe your love life, your romance, using only sports terminology. It's a big game weekend, Valentine's Day. He said, she said, all in one. Wasn't that special? Hi. Hi there. You are calling number 10. Would you like to play for some free money? Yes. All right. Well, we got the boss bank vault. It's got the little passcode thing, so I need the three cash code digits to try and open this thing up for you, and you'll win all the money inside if you can do it. Okay. Two, four, five. Two, four, five. We'll do it. That opens the bank vault, and I got a stack of tens here. Let's count these out for you. 10, 20, 30, 40. That'll do it. 40 bucks. Nice job. Free money. Good. Congratulations. Who is this, by the way? I didn't even introduce ourselves here. Kathy. All right, Kathy. Kathy, congrats. Enjoy that money on us from Jersey's Free Money Radio Station, okay? Thank you. I was looking uh, at the news yesterday afternoon, and I was pretty bummed to read about Burt Bacharach passing yeah. away. Legendary yeah. composer. 50 top 10 hits. 
Uh, raindrops keep falling on my head. What's new, Pussycat? Do you know the way to San Jose? Just to name a few. Oh, here's a good one. Won a Grammy for the uh, theme from Arthur. You remember that Dudley oh, Moore movie? Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 When you get lost between the moon and New York City. That's a great song. <laughs> great song. And he was... Uh, Maybe to younger people, they might remember he was in the Austin Powers movie. Yes. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, Burt Bacharach. And he's playing piano randomly in the middle of the movie. So a true, <laughs> true musical genius. It's just a bummer because, you know, now these guys are disappearing from the world. Yeah. That's it. There's no one out there that compares, if you ask me. Um, so it just bumps you out to see that news yesterday. I was very sad to, to read that. I mean, 94, God bless him. That's a hell of a life and a hell of yeah. a career. But you just yeah. hate, to, you hate to see the page turn, you know? I think yeah. that this year already has been really tough. We've lost so many people, and we're yeah. only two months in. I just feel like every single week, Some I, sort of I, terrible there's, there's someone who you're just like, no. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's too bad. It's, thanks. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know well, how else yeah. to say it. Like, I, I yeah. every single week, I, we open the the news that we have here, and we, I'm like, no, really, another one. You're getting a little verklempt over there. Well, we just, you know, you, they well, always say right. they say death comes in threes, and yeah. so I, I, I felt like in the beginning we had three right away, and then there was three more. Yeah. And now we're, I think we're starting another one of the three. I, does it come in twelves now, or what is happening? Well, the good news is O.J. Simpson is still running around out there. So. Yeah. <laughs> Britney Spears still on the loose, you know. Yeah. So there's, don't worry, there's still celebrities out there. Britney no. Spears isn't doing great either. Yeah, I saw you something that? about that. Yeah. Uh, her, her inner circle wor- worried about her? Yeah, they were trying to plan an intervention and they ended up pushing it back because they're just they're but they're very concerned about her well-being and her health and she bought this house and now she's selling this house and she went in public and had a huge display and she's just there's something going on with her. So they're they're worried for her life too. So I'm like, "Come on." <laughs> well, I don't I mean can't... to laugh about it. When they say that she they're in an intervention, they just think that she's a little wackadoo, right? They're not saying she's Well, they're worried about her marriage too cuz she married this guy kind of I mean, they were together for a while, but they, you know, they they don't know that he's necessarily taking care of her. He said they say mm-hmm. that he's being supportive as possible, but they don't know cuz they don't know what's going on. Well, people so think it's... she's on something though or they think she's just a little whacked. They think she's just in, increasingly erratic. Those are the words that they use. Well, listen, so, I, and she is. I, I can I mean, relate to that. Sure, but you <laughs> yeah. don't. You don't do it on your Instagram page, no. and you're not Britney Spears. Luckily, I have you to keep me from showing everybody from what doing I'm, that. What yeah, a exactly. maniac I am in real life. So there you are. Talk about the game this weekend, and it's just that I don't really feel like I have a, a team that I'm fully invested in. You know, if one yeah. of the New York teams had gone, I might feel a little more invested. And I've been a Brady fan for a while. Although this past season, he's kind of. Bum me out. I'm glad he's retiring. So it's I don't. Done. Yeah, I think it's finally time. But I was, you know, rooting for him for years and years. So I just uh, and then I I went to Tampa Bay. I know a lot of New England fans didn't do that. They kind of sure. they felt like he abandoned them. But sure. So I don't really. I don't want to say I don't care because I mean I, I guess I would prefer uh, Philadelphia to win. And I don't. I don't know Kansas City. Don't know, really know much about him. So yeah. No. Well, fourteen percent of people admit that they they know zero about football. So, yeah. I mean, I'm probably about two percent. So yeah. I don't know that I'm just a little above that. But I don't. Are, I, we, even, we, are we going to watch? I don't know that. Yeah, we... you know, I actually bought stuff to do because I, I the fun for me on the big game day is watching the commercials. Yeah. I like the commercials. I do like the halftime show, even if I don't like the performer. I'm not a big Rihanna fan, right. but I do like to see... I mean, it's just a huge spectacle that they put on, and there's always some sort of surprise, and they spend so much money on it. I, I do think it's fun to watch, but the other thing I like is the food, so I feel <laughs> like game day food is fun, so I did. I bought us shrimp cocktail. Huh. We've got mini tacos, and we've got... I'm going to do barbecue meatballs, so... I, I, this is why you like uh, 
game day food is because each of them is a dipper. Yeah, it's a dipper. Something you can dip. <laughs> You're a big appetizer hors d'oeuvre kind of person. So I this am. is a perfect, uh, perfect event, perfect occasion for you. Yeah. Uh, Brianna hasn't had a song in like 15 years, has she? She goes back to like 2003. So I'm kind of surprised that they picked her for such a big uh, platform. Well, maybe you know? she was a little cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> you just I figure, there's so many bands out there that, uh, for the love of God, we get the guy from Deep Purple calling in. They'd be great. You imagine hearing boom. In a big stadium, I mean, I just I can think of so many people. Not that there's anything wrong with Rihanna. I mean, she's got a nice yeah, voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she, well, you know, she was asked to do the Super Time, the Super Time, the Super Bowl show in 2019, hmm. and declined to do it. So I'm I not sure she was relevant then either. But right, right. I I think there's other political reasons why she's doing it. So she's she's trying to stand for something. Oh God! So, is going to be? Is this going to be like let's it, listen to politics in the middle of the Super Bowl? Come on! No, I don't think she's going to speak at all. But if you if you read it into why she's decided to do it now, there are some other reasons other than just having some big hits. Uh, but I do you know I do think that she's going to do a good performance. She is she's a great performer. So no. we'll see. I gotta Let's tell you, I think we should just watch the Puppy Bowl. I'm more interested. The Puppy in that. Bowl is great too. I mean, I, how do you how do you not enjoy the Puppy Bowl? I love the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> the Kitty Bowl's cute too. Do you know they have a Kitty Bowl? Yeah, That's don't they have dogs cute. and cats on the thing now on the Animal Planet? Well, they don't. They don't do them together because you can't. But then what channel is the Kitty Bowl on? That's on. It's on Animal Planet. So they just so they, go back and they forth. Do, they go back and forth. But the Kitty Bowl, they, most of them are just sitting there. What so they should do is have the cats and dogs fight with each other. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> whack whack. <laughs> We mentioned yesterday was Pizza Day. If you're interested, go to our uh, Robbie and Rochelle Instagram page, or is it? Or it's uh, Rick's page. It's it's Rick the Cat's page. Yeah, yes. Rick the Cat has his own page. You can yeah. find it. Uh, he's at at Mister Rick the Cat at Mister mm-hmm. Rick Cat. That's Mr. what it Mick is. R- at Mister Rick Cat. He could yeah. use some followers. I think he's only at a hundred, and uh, he posted some pictures of himself uh, eating our leftover uh, pizza and lasagna. lasagna yesterday. And he's got marinara sauce all over his his snout. I mean, he had literally Garfield come to life. Right. So. Just, I've never seen a cat eat the things that he, honestly, he just is so weird. So he would uh, put him in a kitty bowl he, if he can beat up he, on a cat be, to get he'd some. He'd do better in the puppy bowl, honestly. If he can get some lasagna out of it, I think he'd be game to play along, you know. <laughs> All right, that's it. Michelle's here. She's ready to go. In more 80s next 15 minutes. We'll play the uh, Jenny Jenny 8675 business. You too, Prince. Before we run, here's a little Friday treat. It's Tito Puente guy Brian from Eaton Town. <laughs> With the uh, Robbie and Rochelle Morning Educational Recap for today's broadcast, he says, We learned today that according to Rochelle, naming balls is hard. <laughs> Correct. The yeah. Lincoln, Nebraska Burger King toilet paper not on the menu. Oh. You're a big guy wearing a wetsuit at the Polar Bear Plunge. Sure, you'll be warm, but you'll look like a deformed kielbasa. <laughs> well, and if you're having a bad day, just remember, at least you're not behind bars wearing an orange jumpsuit next to a guy named Larry who'd like to make you his wife. Correct. Thank you, Brian Tito yes. Puente Guy from Eatontown.